Well, hey guys, Bill Santos, uh, EMP Oakville, want to welcome you to our new podcast. Want to remind you of our website, empoakville.com. You can check out that website, find out about the different training programs we have, uh, upcoming Zoom workshops. Uh, check that out. If there's a particular topic you'd like us to cover on um, the podcast, well, then just send us a note and we will do our best to get that podcast uh, topic uh, covered in one of the upcoming uh, podcasts today. Uh, and the email for that is uh, info at empoakville.com. That's info at E-M-P-O-A-K-V-I-L-L-E.com. Today, I want to talk to you about uh, accessing the uh, hidden job market. Somebody asked me about this the other day. And so what happens that in the hidden job market, and we talked about the open and the hidden market, I think, on our last broadcast, is that... Um, one of the big challenges is that it is the job developer that has to uncover the employer's desire for an exchange and uh, to find those employers that are predisposed to a discussion about their needs, right? And then um, you have to then make that the whole thing work. And so basically that means you have to be accessing the hidden market all the time, particularly now that uh, there uh, there is so much... Uh, turmoil out there and so much uncertainty about the labor market is imperative that the building of relationships, the discussing the problems with the employers, the attempting to build solutions is going to be critical to your success going forward, right? It's going to, the volume of contacts you make over the next little while is really going to be the key. And so the hidden market, it's penetrated primarily through face-to-face contact, the job developer must initiate the contact because very seldom in the hidden job market will the employer actually come looking for you. And so again, higher volumes of activity so you can take advantage of the timing of being at the right place at the right time. And so a couple of the tools that I've found that have been successful in accessing the hidden market, uh, one of them is timing. And that is uh, to be able to get to the potential job opening as early as possible, preferably before anyone else does. The employers are the most flexible at this point. And so if you are able to establish a relationship with the employer, then there is a greater likelihood that when there is a new opening available, you would be the one that they call before they go anywhere else. And so it becomes, the timing becomes very important that you can get there as quickly, as soon as, you know, after the position has come become available, because that's where the employer is the most likely to be flexible and exchange things like skill level for avail- uh, availability. The other key thing here, Uh, besides timing and sort of like a 1A and a 1B is viability. If you get to the job before it has gone competitive, the employer is much more flexible and around what they will take as that, as their hiring criteria. So that flexibility, what that does is that allows you to introduce solutions that would work but would not necessarily be the best solution once they would be compared to other potential applicants, right? 
And so the hiring decision is the most flexible, closest to the moment when a decision to hire has been made. And so job developers should be looking for these opportunities where the selection that the employer has of, you know, who they're going to hire or where to hire from has not been established firmly yet. And so, you know, these are looking at the jobs that haven't come, uh, that haven't become competitive yet. And as because many of the folks that you represent are compromised in their ability to compete for the job, as are most people, right? I mean, you go out there in that open market, there's always going to be someone more qualified than you, someone better than you. And so so the job developer then uses the timing to then introduce a viable solution and not have to present to the employer the, the best solution. And so employers often quickly eliminate that hard-to-serve client um, when they're making their list because they do not see them as being suitable for a lot of these job job openings. But early on in the decision-making, when that is still very flexible, an available, viable candidate is a excellent solution for the employer. And so what we're saying is that the employer may see the value in exchanging less skills for the fact that they're available immediately as opposed to waiting for someone that may have better skills, but at some point down the road where the employer doesn't exactly know. And so the activity levels here, I can't stress that enough. And so that requires some sort of self-motivation, right? You... Um, it can get very frustrating. And so you have to deal with this frustration. That's the number one thing I hear from job developers is that, you know, particularly in that, you know, in those prospecting, those initial contacts, there's a high volume of no's. Folks get discouraged. And so so talk to yourself, right? To, you know, that self-talk is so important. Talk to yourself. Remind yourself, why do you do this job? And and, and what are the benefits to that job seeker that, that you, you know, advocate on behalf of? What are the benefits? What happens to their life if they, you know, if you're able to secure employment, uh, you know, for them? And look back at things you've done in the past, the things that, you know, have said to you that, that this is a worthwhile, this is why I do this, the, right, the benefits it offers the job seekers, how those benefits change their lives, right? And realize that, you're starting, you know, at the difficult end of the job, and it gets easier if you are consistent and if you are disciplined. And so this self-talk, this positive self-talk, right? Why am I doing this? How does this impact my job seeker's life? How does it change their life, right? That's the key to keep you motivated, right? You know, we're here for a good reason. Our work is important. My candidates will move on with their lives if we succeed. I can make a difference in someone's life, right? This will motivate you to keep uh, going. Uh, so it's the motivation and then the discipline, right? If you ask, you know, people who sell for a living, right? The, the, you ask them, what's the hardest part of their job? 90% of them going to say, well, it's finding new customers, like making those cold calls, Right. Everybody dislikes that same aspect of the job, right? And so if everybody hates that, why does everybody, why does anybody actually stay in sales and in job development, right? Well, because that hard part is the beginning. It's the early stage, right? You know, as you plow through that, the job gets 
easier and begins to offer you rewards, especially some level of personal freedom. And so you need to find ways to get the job done, you know, to have the discipline, right? And uh, do it, recognize that there's going to be discomfort, right? And you're going to acknowledge it. Hey, this job is not fun. I, you know, I, I don't like cold calling, right? But I got to plow through it because the more time I spend on this, the more activity I do at this level, the easier it's going to get. So here's a couple of things that I've used to sort of to keep me on that discipline. So I set daily targets, right? And I stick to them. So I say, you know, every day or whenever that time frame is, I'm going to make X number of prospecting contacts. I set, a, I set a time frame for these activities. Like for me, I like to do between 9.30 and 11.30 if I'm making phone calls. If I'm sending out a marketing, you know, emails, they normally go out at about 9.15 in the morning, right? Not too early, but then not too late. Uh, decide uh, when during the day is the best time to reach your employers and work around this time rather than trying to make calls when you have time. This is very important. You got to schedule this this prospecting time into your into your activities. If you if you come at this and saying, I will prospect when I have time, guess what? You will never have time. Uh, reward yourself, not just when you make a placement. Reward yourself when you complete a task, when you met a goal that you established, right? Uh, work with others in your organization to problem solve, right? And maybe you can put a team together that will work or you can prospect in, 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 in twos or Right. Know that there's going to be resistance and realize that that resistance is just a comes from a place of lack of knowledge and that that folks have a they're making a negative assumption. But but once that assumption is corrected, they will change. This is not a reflection on you. Every no you hear from an employer is just one no closer to that next yes. And when you get those yeses, and when you're able to work with an employer, minimize the effort by asking for a referral. That will make you feel better and will work better. Well, that's about it for this time. Thank you so much. Join us again next time. Remember to visit the website, empoakville.com. Take care.